Phil, I'm excited that I get to chat with you today. We've worked a lot in open source before together, um, and now we get to work together at a company as well, which is really exciting. What is your story? If you had to tell sort of in broad strokes, how did you get from growing up to being at Grafsidian? How What was your journey like? Wow. I mean, the one constant you've already mentioned is style components. So I'm sure some people are connecting the dots. Ah, oh, Max Stoiber. Uh, <laughs> it's all making sense now uh but i actually didn't get into open source because of style components and before that uh, a lot of what kind of got me into it was as for many people just react in general which is i mean how do people call it these days the uh, front-end renaissance uh until the next big thing comes around who knows it's lasted for a while I think before then, I was really working on a lot of state management things. Um, and that's when open source really started to interest me because people were exploring so many different things at the same time. Uh, depending on who you ask, my dark past or my, my glorious past is uh, RxJS, and I've, I've done a lot of things with that. And it was super fascinating to me because observables and stream patterns in, in Rx are so popular with some. And at the same time, so unpopular with others. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where I've come from. Let's do what I've done after. Um, my time at, uh, I, I eventually moved to London where I actually picked up tech jobs and so moved for, for work really. Uh, did various things like, apart from maintaining style components, I made a font, people might know me for Deg Mono, um, made some other libraries, and then eventually uh, I worked on Urkel at Formidable. So that's when GraphQL got big. Uh, and I saw the same patterns emerge as with React when it first came around. What brought you into programming in the first place? Did you go to university? I did go to university, but not for very long. I, I, I was working on open source already. I was doing a lot of, kind of web development at the time. So I eventually dropped out when I got a job in London. So I was working part-time already as a uh, React developer specifically. But before that, I've, I've kind of done some freelancing when I was still in school. So I've always been self-taught in terms of front development and web development. And I think things just sped up so much with React, with the demand around creating more complex front-end apps at the time that I just saw that as a much more interesting space to go down to rather than formal education. I very much felt the same way. When I started studying, you know, you have to take these intro classes to computer science and you have to learn about binary numbers, you have to learn about algebra, you have to learn about how processors work. And I'd already coded a little bit of HTML and CSS at the time and I'd been, I sort of started to learn a little bit of JavaScript and I was like, I just want to make more websites. I just want to sit there. I really enjoy this process of creating something from nothing. I really enjoy this process of making things. And then I had to go to university and I had to calculate with binary numbers. And I was like, this is not what I want to do. This is absolutely not what I care about, right? I really, really care about making things. And I actually, in hindsight, looking back now, years later, I do actually think that going to university can be really valuable. And I've sort of had to do just-in-time learning. I actually talked about this with Thomas as well. I feel like I've had to learn things at the right moment. And the difficulty is that I didn't know what, it, what was even out there, right? Because I never got the baseline fundamentals from university. I had to figure out what even exists out there that I could learn from so that at the point when I needed it, I knew that I needed that thing that already somebody had solved before. 
Um, and I think that sometimes slowed me down, but also let me really do what I enjoy the most. And it let me focus on learning things when I needed to, which I, I thought was really powerful. Yeah, how many resources were out there anyway, right? Uh, there's so much out there right now. I feel like uh, when we're talking about the things that have happened in uh, web development, there's so many good things that have happened. Standards have evolved, new libraries have popped up, new techniques and new ideas have popped up. But I think it all kind of exploded and exponentially. And when you kind of extrapolate this back to this one point, what did you have? Like you, you had Stack Overflow, you had W3C schools, like MDN wasn't really that good yet and just got big. It was just an exciting time. There weren't a lot of resources around, but you know, one thing that can be said is it was a lot easier to decide what you're going to read because you know you didn't have, you weren't overwhelmed with any options. Right now you go through boot camps as well. Right now you have so many online web tutorials in video form and text form. So I think it's it's a different situation right now. But how I see it in, in terms of comparing it to formal education is, uh, I mean, there's a lot of interesting things that I've learned in my short time at university. And those weren't... Uh, linear algebra and other mathematics like higher mathematics which i basically repeated from it, it just felt like secondary school all over again but make it harder just turn it up a notch so more people drop out but for context i went into a course of studies that had yeah i think over a thousand people signed up in that semester in that first semester and it was unheard of at the time and i didn't even realize and so they had to well bluntly said get rid of people <laughs> so they weren't too interested in making things easy but there were other nice courses in there around uh, the basic of basics of computing the basics of processes and processor architecture those were really interesting and as someone who who has often enjoyed learning these things on their own like learning these things on my own would have been pretty difficult but not impossible and what that's about is discovery i think so and it's it's pretty similar with web development things didn't used to be as discoverable as they are now. But there used to be good teachers around every corner. And it was a lot about personal connection. And not that that's gone right now. But right now, there's an abundance of kind of set routes that you can take and accelerate the, the boring stuff, so to speak. I think there's another element to this where the web development world in particular moves. It's still, even though it's slowed down, still moves so quickly that universities' curriculums don't really keep up, right? I don't know of a curriculum that teaches you CSS as well as, for example, Josh Komodo does, right? I don't know of a curriculum that teaches you how to build a full stack web app with JavaScript as well as Wes Boz does, right? These people are absolute experts in their field and they make courses around specifically their expertise and they're just at the forefront of the forefront and they're bringing that knowledge back to everybody else. And on top of that, they're really good teachers. Those two people that I just called out and many others as well, they're just really, really good teachers. And so you can learn from these experts and they can explain their thinking process much better than anybody at a different university could do who just happens to teach a course about web development. They're never going to be as much on the forefront and as deep in the topic as, as a Wes Boz or a, or a Josh Como or a Kenzie Dodds would be. Yeah, it's not, I don't even want to say it's novel, right? Because books our thing used to be a thing, right? Not too long ago, Manuel B, I think, published his book on React, which also includes a chapter on hooks. And the interesting thing, this aha moment for me was, well, yeah, you can still write about that. Like, duh, you can still write about these topics. It's just, it was the most recent book at the time. There are books coming out all the time. And they used to be a pretty popular source of information. But I think the interesting thing about other courses is that people have also found ways to make material that is new and exciting and engaging in different ways. 
So we're just catering for more ways of learning. Not that not everyone is into uh, teaching these things to themselves, but not everyone likes to learn in, with the same methods and in the same ways. Maybe we like to just jump in and try something out and then read up as we go, the kind of brute force method, but other people may enjoy a different pace or a different technique. Hey folks, we are hiring an engineering manager right now. We're looking for the first person to really help us build out the engineering team. If you are that person or could be that person, or if you know anybody that could be that person, please reach out to us. Go to graphstudent.io slash careers and let us know, reach out to us and let's have a conversation about it.